Protect your dream home with American Family Insurance. And you can weather any storm. You'll also save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote. Find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. Tip-Bop peoples, it is I, Danae. With an allergy attack, so I kind of sound, you know, a little more congested. Hope it's not a distraction, because we're not here to talk about my sinus issues. I'm going to introduce you to a game. Welcome back to the second episode of DA or Danae. A Sift Swift mini episode on app gaming, where I take you on a journey of app adventure. Hooray! I don't know. Maybe just imagine some clapping and, and things like that. Hey, how do you like the show? Are you enjoying the show? Do you want uh, something more, something less? You're welcome to give your feedback. Just send me an email. I'll give you all my contact info at the end of this mini episode. So as you know, I'm going to be reviewing an app this week with the theme, The Incredibles, because that's what Aaron and Andrew reviewed on Sif Pop Proper. I try to get a little bit creative with the apps that I search for, like the keywords that I used. So I did things like Save the Day and Dynamic Family. And I didn't I didn't really find much of interest to really share with you, but I did find one game that was pretty on the nose. So today I'm going to be reviewing a game on both Apple and Android called Disney Heroes. Disney Heroes Battle Mode is a quote action-packed RPG starring Disney and Pixar heroes. And that's exactly what you're introduced to right off the bat. Um, I played a little bit on the iPad mini and I played uh, quite a bit more on my Android device and they seem to be exactly the same. So I didn't really find much of a difference between the two, which is totally fine. So in this RPG, you are started off with a team of players, Wreck-It Ralph, Vanellope, and Mrs. Incredible, aka Elastigirl. And you're introduced to the storyline kind of behind this game, which is that there is a virus in the game and some of your favorite characters are turned into bad guys. And I was able to advance uh, into the game enough that I was um, able to win back Vanellope from being a virus and add her to my team. So as you progress in this game, you can unlock more and more features, just like most RPGs, including better and better characters. I feel like this game does a really good job of introducing you to its gaming world. There are some games that are RPGs that do it better, uh, specifically games where they really limit what you see on your screen. And what I mean by limiting what you're seeing, it's that you're not immediately looking at the full game menu. It's only showing you the things that you need to kind of learn to in order to get your feet underneath you for the game. I've seen the introduction of how a game operates done better, and I've seen it done way, way worse. Um, this game does a pretty good job of it. There's this whole tutorial part to it and big arrows that point exactly where you need to click. And there's pink exclamation marks when you're ready to, 
you know, level up your character and things like that. So there's some prompts that help you to know how to interact with the game. But it still starts off with a lot of stuff kind of like right in your face. And of course, it's just going to take time to get to know what everything is. And I'm the kind of person that wants to know everything. <laughs> so it was a little a little bit frustrating at the beginning because it just is like, well, what, what does that mean? And why is this here? So that was kind of a nay for me. Another nay right off the bat for me is realizing that this RPG is not one that you have any control over. So let me explain that a little bit. When you are fighting the bad guys in this game, you don't have to tap the screen. You don't have to move anything. You can just watch them attack. And then when they've built up to their specialty move, like Wreck-It Ralph being able to you know, smash all the bad guys, um, you just have to like tap his icon at the bottom and it's just blinking for you. And then he smashes the bad guys. But as far as like a regular punch, 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 kick kind of a thing, you don't have anything to do with that. It's just like in autoplay mode. And I've never played an RPG that didn't have any active interactivity. So that was a little confusing and kind of a little bit of a letdown um, because I like to, you know, interact like that. I like to play those kinds of games where I get to decide whether I want to do a specialty move this way or this way. So that was a little bit of a surprise for me. And overall, a nay, even as I advanced in the game, I still wish I could have uh, taken more control of the characters and actually fought. Another nay for me on games like this is that they don't really explain to you how the fights work. I just watched the screen um, and tried to figure it out. Um, And as far as I can tell, Wreck-It Ralph is in the lead and then Elastigirl and Frozone or whoever else joins your team is kind of behind him. And so all the bad guys are attacking Wreck-It Ralph first. And then if he goes down, it goes to the next person and so forth. And similar for your team of heroes fighting the bad guys. Whoever is kind of in the lead is who everyone is attacking first. Although there is group damage that can be done, like on Wreck-It Ralph's big smash that he does. And maybe I didn't like that because I want to take more control of who I'm focusing on. But since that's just an automatic part of the game... It's just kind of in that nay category for me. But there are quite a few yays to this game that I kind of want to touch on. So let's get to those real quick. I love the sounds of this game. Here is a little bit of the music. And I really like some of the clicking noises, like when you're touching the menu option, or you're trying to upgrade or promote your players to be stronger. There's just some fun sounds as you touch the screen on what you are able to do. And those kinds of fun noises draw me into games. So this was really, really well put together as far as how it sounds. It looks really good, too. I mean, obviously, we know all these characters and we have loved them on screen. And there is a certain drive to go unlock the characters that you like even more than the few that you start with. But I think the graphics look really good. I mean, they are repetitive because it's the same moves over and over again, but you do get to unlock more advanced moves as your character is promoted slash upgraded or whatever. Also, once you kind of get into the game and you understand uh, what you're clicking on, like what the different menu things do, it begins to make more sense, you know, how you upgrade a character versus uh, the badge system. And of course, none of this has to make sense to you if you haven't played it before, but they just have interesting ways of making your characters stronger, get buffs, you know, 
build an amazing team to go smash the bad guys, just like any normal RPG. I do want to talk about something I wasn't able to really dig into in this game because I didn't play it long enough. There is a public chat room, and I know that that's a big negative for some of the parents that are in my life who kind of want to control where their kids are able to express. So this game does have a global chat feature that turns on once you get to a certain level and then a guild feature once you get to a higher level. So that means that whoever plays the game is going to have an opportunity to interact with other people out there in the world. I chatted around in the global chat just a little bit to see kind of how things operate in that realm, just completely out of curiosity. There are censored words. Somebody was talking about sexual orientation and the word sexual was, you know, deleted from the screen. Like it had like a little X over it that said censored. So there does seem to be that built-in feature to kind of protect from language, but certainly you can read context clues and people can be trolls and jerks and bullies just like in any global chat room. The room seemed to be policing itself pretty well though. And if there was somebody who was being more negative or just being silly and being troll-like, you can easily block people. And so I experimented with blocking people and adding them as friends. There is a private chat feature on this game too. You can private chat with just your friends or you can open up to be able to private chat with anyone. I don't like thinking about people using a game that's aimed towards a younger generation to have nefarious conversations, but this certainly has that ability to happen. And so it's something that I would just be aware of and take note of. For me, though, of course, I don't mind trolls and all this stuff. Like I've been gaming for so long that stuff just bounces off of me. It doesn't bother me at all. But here's something that did happen. And if you are a gamer like me, where you really like to get involved in like leadership and guilds and all of that. Uh, there was somebody that was in the global chat who was pretty well recognized. A lot of people were like, hey, Queen Vanellope, you know, they all knew her or whatever. One person asked her, what happened to the guild? And she said, oh, a lot of drama. I don't even want to go into it. And this immediately like triggered me. I have enough guild drama with Clash Royale. I am the leader of my clan uh, why or die. This is my number one app that I play the very most. I spend the most time in it. Um, I have managed clan mergers and clan splits. I thrive at making a great game for a lot of people to play. And I work really, really hard at it with my co-leaders. Call me geeky or whatever, but I really thrive in that area. And I'm a really good gaming leader. And so I kind of naturally just progress into that direction. And so as soon as this game showed the potential for there to be a guild, to be a group that can help advance you in the game, I'm like, I can't. I can only manage one. If I'm going to have clan drama or whatever, it's going to be Clash Royale. I only have room in my gaming library for one, (laughs) one place that requires me to invest in more people and try to like work with others. So it could be a big yay for you in this game. But for me, it was actually another sign. Nah, I'm not going to be investing in this Disney heroes world. Overall, though, I feel like this game has a lot of potential. I read through the comments that were left uh, for the developers on Apple and Android. And one of the most common complaints about the game is that to unlock you know, better characters, you have to join like a VIP section and pay real money. So there were complaints about only being able to go so far in the game before you really have to spend your own dollars. 
And that could be said for a lot of games, but it seemed like some people were really disappointed because they wanted to unlock specific characters. Overall, I think I definitely recommend at least trying this out. It could be something, you know, worth your time. Uh, it's obviously developed really well. The graphics and the music and the type of gameplay is just unique enough that it might keep your attention at least through, you know, the introductory levels. If you try out any of the games, I'm kind of curious what you think. So be sure to send feedback. You can email me or tweet at me. But before I give you that information, just a reminder that we only have a few weeks left before this mini series is over and the winner will be chosen for our giveaway. So we're being sponsored right now by Centricity Music and you can enter to win the prize package by going to siftpop.com slash giveaway and read all about it. This weekend, Aaron and Andrew are going to be reviewing Jurassic Park. So I'm really excited to figure out what kind of game will go along with Jurassic Park. If you have a game suggestion for me or if you've got feedback or questions, you can tweet at me at Danae Says or you can send me an email. Danae at studiodna.media. That's D-E-N-E-E at studiodna.media. Thank you so much for downloading and listening to this little mini series. I'm going to give you one more quick little um, bonus one before I wrap up here. In one of my random key searches, I came across this really ridiculous game on the Android device called Save the Bunnies. It's simple, it's weird, it's quirky, and it's right up my alley. So I've been playing it mindlessly off and on, and I'm curious what you think. So go check it out. It's totally free. You'll know you got to the right one if you see chainsaws coming down from the sky. So yeah, that's all I'm going to tell you. All right, that's it for this episode. See you next week. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.